everybody. David Plummer, along with my business partner, Michael Ferguson, here for another episode of our podcast. There are three to four of you still listening. Thank you. Matt Udalovin from the Elgin Police Department is also here joining us. We're talking police and drones. One of the things we wanted to talk about, so we, we talked about this in previous episodes of like you having to do the public forums just to, you know, help calm any fears that people might have about a drone program. But where I think things are shifting, and you and I, have, we've talked about this before, is instead of people going like, why is that police department using drones? We're going to start seeing a shift into, wait, why isn't that police department using drones? Yes. You know, my daughter is missing. What do you mean you don't have a drone? You know, and I just wonder, is that, do you, do you agree? Do you feel that it's going the same direction? I totally agree with you. Yeah. And the more evolving uh, with technology that the more capabilities that drones have. Mm. It's, you know, it's not the, the, the dropping devices, the spotlight, the PA system, the thermal cameras. I, I don't know if you can afford not to yeah. have a drone eventually. It's, That's a good uh, point. Know, we've said it's another tool in the toolbox, but like you said, how do you tell that family member we we can't check the woods, you know, the forest today, or we can't go to this area, we don't have a, a drone? Yeah. You know. Right. I mean, you can get yeah. a thermal drone now, even a low-res one, for less than $5,000 if that's not... If a life isn't, if that's not your return on investment, I don't know what it is. You know know what I mean? And that's, I I think that that's the thing that we're, you know, hoping to get through to people is that it's, it's going to be a necessary thing because hopefully, you know, God forbid any of us are ever in that situation where we need that. But I really hope it's there if I do ever need it, you know, and that's, I think the, the, the main the main, you know, discussion point in all of this is I feel like the tide is kind of turning. I hope it is. And, you know, much thanks to people like Matt that are running their drone program responsibly and that they're making the the public more comfortable with it. So I I think that's a great thing. Yeah. But I also think mutual aid will play a big role in this Mm -hmm. down the road as well. If if your agency doesn't have a fleet of drones or can't afford the drones that you want or need, perhaps neighboring communities could team up and and have a drone or, or still rely on your partners in a mutual aid aspect. So, you know, I hope the more and more drones we have out there, eventually we can all help each other. Yeah. Uh, right. And do you guys run into, I just said, this is a sort of an offshoot question. Do you run into any citizens that are out with their drones that are trying to like help in any situations, a, you know, a couple years ago on traffic crashes, we had, we had a couple and, and they were very, people understood when we show up and we're putting our drone, you just kind of, start to walk over or look at and we there's never an altercation or yeah. hey, i have a right to fly it's they've been very supportive and uh and in fact you know we're looking to get the community even more involved when we pop the drone up they're always they come outside and look and everybody loves it um you know we're looking at maybe like naming the drone or getting the community <laughs> so like, you know look mom there's drew the drone up in the sky or something right, just, to, yeah. just to keep people on board more with the community partnerships yeah so they can yeah. em- embrace the technology and and, and uh, kind of invite the drone into their you know, their, their everyday life and not right. wonder what's going on. Just to know the drone is up saving a life or looking to help somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, when we did that, um, was it Ileas? And, and you had invited some of the kids from 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 the town um, to kind of help out. They were yes. pretending like they were lost and yep. everything. And it kind of gets... Uh, it's just nice. It gets it gets the community involved, and then there's also something for somebody else. You yeah. know, the kid and that maybe likes video games or something like that. He's like, oh, hey, you know. And, and that evening, that that training scenario, more of those uh, explorer kids and their parents say, you know what? I didn't know you had drones. And yeah. what a great what a great tool that is. Yeah. You know, and you know, that educated more people, and they go home and tell the rest of their family and friends what a great deal it is. And and eventually, you just that's how you overcome any 
misconceptions or anything with your public and you gain the support and we haven't stopped since. It's, it's been great. That is great. It's a great success story. The Elgin Police Department and their drone program. We know now that, you know, the whole process is changing. It's evolving. But what we want to talk about in our next episode, and this is going to be the last episode with Matt. He's been kind enough to join us for all six of these episodes. In the last episode, we're going to talk about the future of drones and police, how it's going to affect future generations of police officers, how it's going to evolve even further, how it's going to change, how it's going to continue to change lives and save lives. We'll see you next time. We are so excited to share how drones can help your business, so make sure you shoot us an email. As always, thank you for listening. We're excited to share the future of drones with you.